0: Welcome to Share Your Magic, Biz and Brand Talk with Mary Alvazurez. If you are a soul driven entrepreneur looking to share your magic with the world in the best ways possible, this is the podcast for you. Mary is here to give you the actionable tools, insights, inspiration, uplifting conversations, and goods to level up your brand biz, and world. Ready to share your magic with the world? Let's get started. Here is your host, Mary. Hello,
1: beautiful soul. I'm so excited to have you here with me again. Today, we have special guest, Marcella Hill from Love Woolies. Marcella is um, the CEO and creator of the of Love Woolies (laughs) and the award-winning toy, the peekaboo bag. She has a passion and dedication to build brands with purpose and help other women turn their dreams into reality. She has experience building a successful direct sales business, and her toy has been in over 375 stores worldwide. And now she is scaling Love Woolies, from a small family operation to over a million dollar corporation. I love it. Hi, Marcella. How are you today?
2: Oh my gosh. It's so good to be here. I listened to that and I'm like, who are we talking about? (laughs) You. Yeah. I was like, oh my
1: God. I love everything that she's doing. I'm excited to have you here.
2: Well, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for giving me a space to share some of my experiences. Hopefully it's helpful.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. By the way, I'm loving all your mittens. I'm like, what a time to be in business. You know, mittens really went, literally went viral with Bernie Sanders.
2: (laughs) I know, it's crazy. It is crazy. So many people think we like jumped on the mitten bandwagon. I'm like, no, no, no. Like we have been doing this for 11 years. This is is not us being like, let's make mittens now. That's amazing. Well, I mean, it's a perfect
1: time. The weather's so crazy with the cold these days. So
2: yeah, everybody needs a pair. (laughs) So good. Everyone, like including Texans now, right? Yeah, (laughs)
1: literally.
2: (laughs) So good. (laughs)
1: Anyway, I also have to say, I absolutely love your mission, by the way, building brands with purpose. I'm like, yes, I love that.
2: (laughs) And Ah, you know, it's I think what's funny is I always had a passion for business and building a business and making money and very like money motivated, but, um, and I, you know, being in Love Boys, we had a good product and people loved it, but it's not until I found its purpose beyond the sales and beyond a good product that I was fulfilled that I, that like writing messages was easy, writing emails became easy, writing my posts became just like a part of my heart, you know, and it makes it so much easier when there's actually a purpose (laughs) beyond making stuff and selling it. So that's where my real passion lies.
1: I completely agree. I'll never forget. I think one of my first, um, I I was just getting started in business and I was like at a mini day retreat with my coach and a whole bunch of other people. And my coach was like, so what makes you get up in the morning? And I was like, money. (laughs) Right now it's like, not that at all. (laughs) Now I'm like, no, I love what I do. I, you know, I, I'm very, I'm doing so much better. And I'm a completely different person than I was five years ago. But I'm like, wow, Mary, like, you literally were so caught up in the money. But now it's literally all purpose-driven. So I completely, completely understand that.
2: Uh, it's easy. I mean, because I do think there, there's all these people that are built to be business owners. And that, you know, that drive and that passion and that talent, you know, it gets you there. But once you're in it, there will be days where you sell nothing and you have to figure out like (laughs) why you're showing up when you're not paying yourself. And you know, it it just feels so much better to do something beyond a paycheck.
1: Definitely. So let's get into a little bit of brand talk. How do you find the purpose and message within your brand?
2: Well, I really think honestly, it's a lot of, um, getting quiet with yourself. And I think it is paying attention to what's in you and really what you were built to do. I, I am a firm believer that what you're looking for, you already have and what you were created to do out in this world, um, is already in you. And I think a lot of times we spend a a lot of time especially now with social media looking for ourselves in all other places and that's true in business too we're looking for who our business is by looking at all these other brands when if you stopped for a minute got quiet like literally get quiet like spend some time with yourself doing nothing in the morning or in the evening journaling whatever it means to you in yoga in meditation whatever you want to call it just contemplating yourself, <laughs> like what is in you, you know, what are your values? What are your beliefs? What do you feel strongly in? What lights you up? And I promise whatever you're doing will somehow smash together with what's already in you. So can I tell you a story um, about how I find found our message in our company? Of course, please. <laughs> so we've been making, I mean, my parents made mittens for five years. They lived on the income of making mittens. Everyone loves the mittens. They're fantastic. They will keep you warmer than anything ever. And, and people would come back over and over and over. And the mittens could have just carried this company forever. But I am like... Mittens are not going to change the world. I was not passionate about mittens. I barely wore my mittens in Utah. We have like a few days and when I don't like go for walks out in the winter. So I wasn't that passionate about mittens. It's not like it didn't wake me up in the morning. And so I started feeling, um, pretty called to share some of my life experiences, just stuff, you know, like I've been through a divorce. I went through a pretty nasty trial, um, after getting fired for, uh, sexual discrimination, you know, I mean, so many like life experiences. I started sharing these things and it felt very separate from my mitten business. And it, then this like speaking opportunities, it felt completely like two different roads. And then one day someone asked me to do a scrunchie tutorial because we make cashmere scrunchies. And we did this scrunchie tutorial for this little youth group. And I shared this little inspiring message about it, about a sweater and how it felt like it had just become ruined by all these things that had happened to it. And I was sharing, you know, I thought that I would never be the same when I got divorced. And I thought that I was completely um, destroyed when I got fired from this job. And I was showing holes in this sweater. And then we talked about how, when you look past those things, and you look at the good, you can become something beyond your imagination, like this sweater becoming a scrunchie. And all of a sudden, (laughs) that's one tiny thing in someone's living room. This woman asked me if I had, if I speak at like pinners conference. And she said, this is the very thing that they're looking for. Something that's like handmade, but it comes with a message. And all of a sudden in one fail swoop, I had my joy from the flaws message that was taking what was already in me that I was already doing and this bizarre, like mitten business. And it came together into what we are now. Our message is to create things that remind you to create joy from the flaws. And that is our brand.
1: Oh my God. I love that. (laughs) Wow. That is so true. I mean, there's so many things that you said that I was like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I love that. I, yeah, no, it's like they say, you know, you, I mean, when you're going through this stuff, um, It's crazy and you don't see the rainbow. Right. (laughs) But but you do get there. And I love that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was looking at your scrunchies and I was like, cashmere. I was like, oh my God, that's so soft and comfortable. I love (laughs) cashmere. And
2: it's so funny because like we could easily just be a scrunchie company. Like we could make really good scrunchies. But in the end of the day, like that doesn't light me up. Right. And I think that's the thing you need to take a chance and be willing to change courses or be willing to just take a second to yourself, to listen to like what lights you up and figure out how to implement that into your company. And that will be your brand.
1: Definitely. I mean, I've tried in the digital realm, I've, I've offered so many different services And a lot of them came out of, like, a place of, like, oh, that that person's doing that, so I need to do that. And then Mm -hmm. finally coming into my own. (laughs) Like, God bless. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I I offered, like, two things. Or, I mean, a few little things. But this is, like, what lights me up. It's not the money that gets me out of bed. It's actually what I do for a living that gets me out of bed. Um, But I completely, completely agree. It's so easy. I remember... Actually, I interviewed someone else and she said it too, how we get so caught up thinking we want something, something that someone else has, when in reality, we just sit with ourselves. It's like, we might not want that just because it's trending or just because it looks good. doesn't mean we actually might want it. We just get so caught up in the fog sometimes, but
2: yes, I have this saying. And again, I don't know where this came from. I've never heard it before. I was on a stage at Pinterest Conference and it like came out of my mouth and I was like, somebody write that down. Like, where did that come from? (laughs) But the saying is, if you feel like something's missing, it's probably you. It's not something that is like you're missing that somebody else has. It's you that's not implementing what's in you to do. And when you're an entrepreneur and you get really into it, you realize (laughs) that everyone in this arena is literally making it up. Like there is not a way. Like I was in the toy industry for five years and I would go to the international toy fair where the Mattels and the, you know, uh, Melissa and Doug and all the big brands that we know. And you start talking to the entrepreneurs there everybody is making it up. Like we're just like going by the flying by the seat of our pants. And so when you realize that everything goes here, that gives you the ability to look inside yourself and say, well, how do I do it? What do I have to bring to the table? What am I trying to say when I, we're moving into our new warehouse this weekend and it's so much fun to talk to my team and say we can do whatever we want. We do not have to do this wh- how anyone else is doing it. We get to make up it however we want. We can be the ones that show another company what's possible. So, i think that's another thing to think of when you're thinking about your brand. It's your brand like the whole reason you're an entrepreneur is to make it up and do whatever you want. So do that.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. For whoever is listening right now, I'm like, you can favorite this for later when you need a pep talk. <laughs> because this is it.
2: <laughs> this is why like grown-up I love podcasts. women. <laughs> Grown up women get to do whatever we want. I mean, we're not children anymore. And I think we forget that. We have choices. And exactly. the benefits of being a grown up is to do what you want. So I think bringing more of that to the table is super helpful to everybody.
1: Absolutely. I love it and I'm like yes 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 Do so I ever need a pep talk if I ever feel like I'm astray I'm going to
2: listen to this
1: <laughs> I like so if I give this lady a mic I'm like oh yeah we are doing that right now
2: <laughs> I will probably need to listen to it too so <laughs> later like in a few hours I'll probably need to come back and listen to myself for a second be like oh yeah that's that makes
1: sense now <laughs> yeah amazing so let's get into some business talk um you've successfully grown multiple businesses and i'd love more insight on making handmade products um to be honest at one point in my life i had a handmade product business i was doing jewelry was not my calling because now what i'm doing is my calling (laughs) but um i'm like yes i applaud you because it does take a lot of work and you have a team So I would love to learn more about, you know, how it is that you grew that team, how it is that you're training them. Um, You know, tell me a little bit, give me a little bit more insight about the handmade product business.
2: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. I do have to say from a pure business decision standpoint, um, handmade is a nightmare. (laughs) I mean, it is a crazy way to go. I cannot, If you look at the structure of my business, I make everything one of a kind. Most of it is one of a kind. So I will get calls from companies that want to do um, wholesale. One, being a handmade company, it's very hard to have the margins to do something wholesale. Two, if it's an online company asking that, I can't send them a blue mitten you know, a hundred blue mittens, they would have to photograph every single individual one. So there's a lot of hurdles that come with handmade. Um, So it's definitely not something I would like choose from the beginning, but it's ended up being my calling in life. And here I am cutting (laughs) up sweaters. mittens. So sometimes you just can't argue with what your calling is, (laughs) quite honestly, you just have to do it. Um, but how we started, we started in my, in my parents' house and we find, we would find sweaters from thrift shops. I mean, literally going to savers and the thrift shops on the sale days and getting them off the rack, coming home, pulling the tags off, putting them in the washing machine, getting them out, cutting them up, cutting the patterns out, matching them back together, having seamstress, sew them up, taking pictures of them or taking them to the market and selling them. That is as handmade as as it gets. (laughs) And, And for a long time, I was the only one doing it. I mean, for the first three years, I hung out in my basement all day, every day, long, long nights, even in the summer, cutting, washing, cutting more, washing. I always had, I don't sew, which is surprising to a lot of people. I do not sew at all. But I know people that sew. And I would put on my Facebook page, who has a sewing machine and who is really good at sewing and could you sew these mittens? And here's a, here's some instruction and here's some YouTube videos that I found. Like <laughs> I didn't even make my own YouTube videos, right? I would just go and find some girls that were really good at making up. I'd say, watch their tips and tricks. And that's how I trained my seamstresses. I didn't even train them. I do not know how to sew a mitten. <laughs> <laughs> oh crazy. Um, and so I've always had seamstresses that would pick up from my house and drop off magically made mittens. And then my job was to sell them. And as we kept going, I realized the only way that I was going to grow this is if I was not doing it myself. I mean, a person only has a certain amount of time, right? Like there's only a certain amount of mittens I could physically make myself, And it took a lot to um, allow other people to cut sweaters because they will do it wrong. (laughs) They will (laughs) not do it my way and they will mess up and you'll have to trash stuff that you wouldn't have trashed and you have to be forgiving and you have to get good at training and you have to get good at, um, at communicating how to do things the right way. And I had to let go of me having the control. And I think that's very hard for entrepreneurs because we're an entrepreneur because we are not very good at being employees because we don't like being told what to do. We like to tell people what to do. We like things being our way and it's hard to let go of some of that control, but I just kept looking for people and looking for people and getting better and better at training. And now I it is crazy even to say, I do not have to go into my warehouse at all. I, I literally get in the way when I go to my warehouse, people, my team will ask me, what are you doing here? (laughs) What do you need? And I, I really just go in to hang out. Honestly, everyone, I have girls cutting, I have girls matching. I have girls doing customer service. Everyone is there an awesome team. And I have found them all through my Facebook neighborhood pages and friends of friends.
1: Wow. (laughs) That's so amazing. Oh my God. Coming from a, you know, a place where it's like, yeah, I can't let go of control too. I'm like, you are so brave. (laughs) That is so amazing. But now it's not.
2: (laughs) It is crazy because here's the thing. I would always think there's no way I could find someone to match the way I match. But the joke is the girl that's matching now matches way better than I ever did. (laughs) (laughs) And the girls that do customer service are way more organized than I ever was. And if you believe that you can grow this business, then you have to believe that there are people available to, to help you grow it. And as soon as you can just get one person in there, I was talking to a girl that was asking me how I do my systems. And she said, oh, I don't even have a system. Before I even got anyone in here, I'd have to create a system of how I process my orders. And I said, trust me, if you know that Sally's showing up on Friday and Friday at two o'clock, you will have a system for her by Friday at two o'clock. <laughs> you know, And that's just it. And even if you don't, then Sally would come in and she'll create a system that you never would have. And that's exactly what it took. It took me calling someone in to do orders and they figured out a system for me that we still do. It took someone asking me, hey, I've got to fill these orders. How do we inventory these mittens so I'm not digging through buckets all day? And we had to figure it out. So when you get people in there it will help you create the systems you don't have to do it first
1: I love it oh my god yeah no wow this is so 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 good it's just a perspective change right we just get so wrapped up in how we do things when it's like it could actually be better (laughs) right yeah (laughs) oh my god amazing well, wow, Thank you for sharing your story. You're so transparent too. I'm like, this is so amazing. I love these kind of stories though.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I've taken, a, I've spent a lot of money on lots of different trainings and it drives me nuts when they don't tell you the actual things you want to know. I mean, my favorite trainings are people will, will pull up their Facebook ads account, show me how much money they're spending, what their ad count looks like. You know, I want to know, And it's hard to know and gauge where you're at when people aren't willing to share. So I hope that I can, I mean, nothing that I'm doing is a secret, quite frankly, and I'm just kind of making it up. (laughs) So, (laughs) If it gives you some good ideas, that's great.
1: (laughs) I love it. Oh my God. (laughs) So let's talk about, you know, in, in entrepreneurship, running a business, we have, you know, the highs and the lows let's talk about like how you get through those you know lows or what we call the bad days and how you stay grounded during the high days or the really good times
2: <laughs> oh my goodness okay so we're gonna get like really deep and you're gonna know <laughs> a lot more about me than you probably want to but um i learned how to do this um about a year and a half ago, I realized through a series of events and friends that I am and always have been a food addict. And so that put me on a journey of going through a 12-step addiction recovery program that I practice every day of my life now. I mean, full-blown addiction recovery. Like I have a sponsor, I sponsor people, I go to meetings, I have calls, the whole thing. I literally read out of the Alcoholics Anonymous book, Every day. So um, hopefully nobody <laughs> on here is an addict because it's a horrible way to live, but I will say it has put me on a journey that has altered my perspective in everything I do. And gratefully, I've been able to implement those teachings into how I function in my business. And one of the things In the 12-step program that we learn is to stay neutral because getting high on life or food or anything makes you less useful. And getting too low also makes you less useful. And if you think of it in a way, let's say somebody um, close to you passed away. And if you get so distraught then you cannot give comfort to anyone else around them. There's no comfort that you would be able to offer because you would just be so low. And if you can find a space of peace during the really low times, you become more useful. And what I was finding is that even on the high days, so in last February, we had the biggest month ever online that we have ever had. And we were getting close to 10,000 for February. And I told my team, if we hit 10,000, we are taking everyone to a spot. It's going to be the biggest deal ever. It's going to be amazing. And on the last day of the month, we hit $10,100 and it was the thrill of my life. (laughs) And then March happened and pandemic land happened. And um, we started instantly making these masks. Well, what happened is we were begged by our customers to sell them because it couldn't get them anywhere. And the first day that we chose to sell masks, we did like $8,000 in oh like God. five hours. And that month in March, we ended at 134,000 thousand dollars. Wow! So <laughs> you can imagine the crazy high I was on crazy high, like the highest of highs that I could have ever imagined. And it's funny because, um, as I say, I was on a crazy high, I was given an experience that would have typically put me on a high But because of this practice that I've been teaching to keep myself neutral, I was able to continually think where can I be useful to what's happening today? And I could stay calm and I could make better decisions and I could be aware of where I could be useful. I could be aware of who I needed to hire, when I needed to hire them, what I was training for, instead of just spinning out of control in this like panicky crazy land, right? That we can experience at a high and a low. You know, if your sales are really low, you're like, what button did I push? Like what (laughs) happened to my ads? What happened to like, I must've messed something up. And you're like calling everyone trying to figure it out, but that's not useful. But if you can calmly stay neutral to where you can actually think straight, it's going to be better. And knowing with confidence, like I am building my brand. I am here. I am staying connected with myself and everything happens for a purpose. I mean, I have learned so much from the low days, so much about myself, my team, how we function. And so even the low days are there to be useful, but you have to stay neutral so that you can actually think straight.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
1: I love the way you put it. No, it's so true. You could have easily with the hundred K been like, everyone takes a week at the spa. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: We did. We, we definitely went all out. And, and all like At some point I want to like give everybody new cars or something crazy <laughs> like that, you know, but, um, it was funny because you know, that happened and then we kind of, evened out and then Christmas and you know, Christmas is our big month and that's fantastic. And then January, like, yay, we all get to breathe. got to take a break. And then February 20th happened <laughs> and literally sweater mittens went viral. And we sold more mittens in a 10 day period of time than we did the entire year last year. And again we were all set up for the craziest high but because we know how to ride it out calmly we didn't have to stress nobody was panicky we just showed up did our thing and it was a thrill it was so much fun and we all got to enjoy it
1: I love it I love
2: it so much I'm like smiling on the other end like
1: so big for your team I'm like this is so amazing (laughs) This is so awesome. Oh my God. I'm so happy for you. That's so amazing. I love it. I'm definitely gonna, yeah. No, that's such a good way to put it and just stay neutral. (laughs) I love it. It, Most importantly, I I love how how you said connect with yourself.
2: Yeah, you gotta stay connected. I think it's funny because I used to just refresh my Shopify like hour by hour, just refresh, refresh, refresh. And I was noticing that I would be happy when sales were good. But then also at the same time, sometimes it was just never enough. You know, even if it was a good day, it's like, well, how come it wasn't more? And then on the low days I would freak out and change all my ads and change all my things. (laughs) And that's not helpful, you know? And then I'd be grumpy at my family and just kind of stressed out. And if you can stay even, you will make better decisions for your team. You'll show up for your family better. You'll show up for your team better. Because if you're stressed, your team is gonna be stressed. And if you're stressed, your business in general is going to be stressed out. So you've gotta figure out how to ground yourself. Like go to yoga in the middle of the day, if that's what it takes for right now to just like have a second to breathe and stay connected. Whatever it is, you have to make some space to calm down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, no, I completely agree. I don't know where my business would be without my yoga practice. Right? Or even being able to go out for a walk.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't have to be yoga. It doesn't have to be what some people think is like this on like meditation thing on a mat. Just whatever it is to clear your mind and come to a neutral space, find it, find that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> amazing yes of course but so, by the way congratulations on your success I'm loving all these stories and I'm so I love the transparency I'm like you I'm like tell me the good stories <laughs> right <laughs>
0: like, this oh, is amazing God.
1: these are the stories that people remember and this is what makes your brand too right like these are The entrepreneurs that we fall in love with or the people that we like, you know, we admire on Instagram or whatever. It's like, those are the people that actually share themselves. And it's like, you feel like it's like, I feel like I'm part of your office now. I feel like I'm part of your team.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that so much. (laughs) My favorite is when our customers just, they just feel like they're all in, you know, they just feel like they're part of what we do. And why not? It's like, I don't understand right now, especially in the world, we need more connection than ever before, obviously. And, um, and I just don't know why we need to be even my company be separate from my customers. One of the things we do, um, that's been one of my favorite things because we don't do markets anymore, live markets. So I don't get to hug and see my customers. So we started doing these zoom parties (laughs) and we do, um, secret sister gifts. So, my team signs up for it, customers sign up for it, and friends and neighbors sign up for it, whatever. And we exchange gifts. Like everyone sends each other's gifts and then we get on a Zoom party and it's customers and friends and neighbors and me and my company. And we're just all there hanging out, playing games. It is the best. And that's something that comes from digging inside yourself, believing in the ideas that you have. No other company that I know is busting out a party with their customers and their coworkers, right? <laughs> no, they're not. But, <laughs> but you can just do that. You can just do whatever you want. And I think as women, we are innovative and we want connection. And I think implementing that into companies can literally change how we do business and how we connect with people. And I, it's so important right now. People need to feel needed and seen. And if you have a platform to be able to do that, use it.
1: Absolutely. A hundred percent. I love it. Oh my God. Zoom parties. (laughs) I love it. Oh, it's so amazing. Thank you so much for all the insights today and the stories and the goodies you shared with us. Where can people connect with you,
2: Marcella? Oh my goodness. Okay. So you can watch the Love Willies brand at Love Willies on Instagram. You can shop for Love Willies at lovewillies.com. And if you would like more insight as to just my thoughts and coaching (laughs) on business and how I'm kind of like my real life, (laughs) just um, my food addiction, recovery, all those kinds of things, um, you can come hang out with me at being me on purpose and I am building my workshops right now. So in may I will be launching a uh, joy from the flaws workshop and also success from the flaws business workshop. So you can stay tuned for that and follow along and kind of get basically previews of that up until may on, on Instagram.
1: That is so, so, so exciting. Oh my God, I love it. I love that you stay neutral so that you can come up with new ideas. Because, you know, maybe if you weren't, you'd be in the Bahamas and we wouldn't have any of this magic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? i just be like, yay, I sold lots of math, so now I'm moving to Hawaii. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. Oh, you're so so magical. (laughs) No, I love it. Oh my God. See, this is so amazing. Thank you again, Marcella. You're so, so, so magical. Thank you for sharing your magic today.
2: Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me. And, you know, I love that your thing is on magic because Can I just say one more thing? Of course. (laughs) Really, there are so many magical moments. It's funny now that people say congratulations on your success because I'm at a point now that I feel like I'm along for the ride right now. It's just very magical moments happen way beyond what I could have ever dreamed up or made happen myself. So if you will simply do what you're able to do, believe in the magic because it will show up. It is amazing to watch and it exists.
1: Absolutely a (laughs) hundred percent. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, I love it. Thank you so much again. All right, friend. That's all today. I hope this inspires you. Connect with Marcella in any way that you can. Um, yeah, let's keep up with her and her magic that she's got going on. (laughs) Thank you again for joining us today,
2: Marcella. Mary, you're so welcome. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Stay warm out there in Texas. I know. Well, it's finally sunny. (laughs) Your mittens (laughs) are on the way, which you won't need, but just hang on to them just in case.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, we do have a few more weeks of winter, I think. So I'm pretty sure next week we'll have a, yeah, I'll have a day to wear them. (laughs) Um, But Thank you on the other end for tuning in. As always, I'm sending all the love, all the light, good vibes, and magic into your home, your world, and your business. All right. See you later.
0: You've been listening to the Share Your Magic Podcast with Mary Alvazuras. If you've enjoyed what you've heard on today's episode, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time, keep sharing your magic with the world. We'll catch you in the next episode.